Welcome to Kindred Mom. I'm Emily Sue Allen, the founder of this lovely online community. I've got seven amazing kids of my own and a heart for moms in the trenches. Kindredmom.com is the home base for me and my editorial team, a talented group of women who help me curate motherhood stories to share with you. In 2020, we published a book, Strong, Brave, and Beautiful, Stories of Hope for Moms in the Weeds. And this book is a collection of essays about strength, courage, and beauty in the humble moments of motherhood. It is especially relatable for any mom with kids under 10. Reviewers have said this book is a balm for the soul and a grace-filled gift for mamas clearing a path through the weeds of motherhood. Find it wherever books are sold. I'd love for you to connect to our community by subscribing to Kindred Mom in your favorite podcast app or by joining our email newsletter on kindredmom.com. Subscribers will receive a preview of the strong, brave, and beautiful book just for subscribing. Today, Susan Sanders is sharing about redefining strong, brave, and beautiful in the second half of life. Learn more about Susan at the end of her story. If you're a mom in the weeds, I'm praying for you, cheering for you, and I hope you'll check out more Kindred Mom stories while you're here. The Second Half of Life by Susan Sanders. Sit back, way back, more back. Reach for the tiny little chair behind you, heels in rear, inches apart. In my mind's eye, I am there, hovering over that baby chair, but with the 400-pound squat bar on my back. In my mind's eye, it is 25 years ago. In my mind's eye, it is preseason college basketball workouts and a dingy, smelly weight room in the Midwest. In my actual eye, I see my 45-year-old body in the mirror of my yoga studio, and based on the screaming in my quads and knees, I'm surprised to see my knees are bent only a few degrees, and my bum is nowhere near my heels. Huh, weird. My 45-year-old belly that I see in the studio mirror is far from the six-pack abs that belong to the collegiate athlete who was weighed each week, and when she hit her coach's arbitrary scale goal, was told to start dropping body fat. Young Susan did as she was told, mostly through high-intensity cardiovascular workouts, which were part of preseason slash in-season slash off-season slash postseason training programs anyway. And let me tell you, if it was on the training schedule, it got done. If there was one thing young Susan, and sometimes today Susan, if I'm being honest, loved, it was a gold star. Gold stars meant I was worthwhile, worthy of love, good enough, acceptable, seen. Excuses were bullshit and unwelcome. Pain was weakness leaving the body and good enough was neither. If there was not vomit on the track, you left something in the tank. If you could lift your backpack when you left the weight room, you wasted everyone's time. Competition and training didn't end with my collegiate eligibility. When I finished four years of basketball, I was on the varsity track team for the rest of my senior year of college. Shot put, discus, and hammer throws required just as much explosive plyometric training and more time in the weight room. I paid for my master's degree through group exercise instruction, teaching 20 classes a week for two years. This transitioned into racing triathlon, where I've finished over 50 races of all distances, including Ironman. I've finished multiple half and full marathons, swimming, biking, and running after more and more gold stars all the time. Now, here I am all these years later, back in the yoga studio under the fairy lights. I have had three orthopedic surgeries and a fourth one looming out there when the pain is too much. I no longer run. 
I often take every yoga modification offered. I'm looking at you, knee down plank. And I am still often wrung out at the end of the hour. A physical therapist is part of the healthcare team that keeps this tin man moving. I'm 20 pounds heavier than when I was in college and can't even blame pregnancy since I'm a childless stepmother. I often take the warm, gentle class and consider it my workout for that day. And I no longer require there to be a daily workout. Sometimes 20-year-old me screams in disgust, railing at what today Susan has done to young Susan's body. That's when I gently remind her of this. What about the toll this physical output has put on the mind and the soul? What are you trying to avoid? I've spent a significant amount of time, tears, money, and mental energy digging into why these gold stars are so important to me. Why I ran, stepped, bike, lifted, swam, less milled my way into not feeling my feelings. Why was I willing to sacrifice future Susan's physical health for young Susan's numbness? I've spent a significant amount of time, tears, money, and mental energy learning a softer, gentler way of accepting what I cannot change. I have learned that my soul engages when I am in nature. The peace I feel hiking in the woods is life-giving. When I say hiking, today Susan might mean just ambling along in sneakers on a path. It does not need to be balls to the wall hauling ass up a steep, real mountain because I am making peace with all parts of myself. I draw boundaries. Boundaries with today, Susan, who wants to go for a run when feelings bubble up when the kids don't help with the chores. Again, there's another blended family drama or a chaotic day at work. Boundaries with friends who want me to run just a 5K with them. I draw these boundaries because the amount of time today Susan will spend running takes away from future Susan's hiking in nature. Numbing out or people-pleasing today takes away from finding peace tomorrow. That connection to peace and love is what removes the panic need for gold stars. When I don't need those gold stars to prove I am loved or worthy, I can slow down enough to listen to what my body needs right now. Does my body want to exert itself by running or does my ego want to literally and figuratively run away? Does my body want to go further into the pose or does my ego want to avoid being the only person in the room not doing the advanced pose? The investment of that significant amount of time, tears, money, and mental energy is helping me learn that I am right where I need to be today. Susan Sanders writes and teaches at SustainableSue.com, where you can find more information about sustainable productivity and its three pillars, health and fitness, mental well-being, and environmental surroundings. Susan's master's degree in exercise physiology, MBA, project management, professional certification, and professional organizer experience give her a unique foundation to help you create a life with more fulfillment and less need to escape.